ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to the one and only Unapologetic Review with your host, Cash Banks, and the one and only Black Caesar. You know what time it is. The Unapologetic Review. Starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only Unapologetic Review. We are back in the building. You already know the vibes. You got your one and only Cash Banks in the building. And you know I got the world renowned, the one and only Mr. 2024, the presidential nominee. Black Seas in the building, man. What's good? What's good? Ladies and gentlemen, you already know it's another show with the dynamic duo. It's a French team in France. <laughs> <laughs> Black Caesar, man. We're back in the building, man. We took a week off, you know, handled some things. There were a lot of things going on right now. Of course, this is the one and only place that you come to get a unapologetic review of everything that matters. Ladies and gentlemen, if you got a chance, take some time out. Follow us on the one and only unapologeticreview.com. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at GoUnapologetic and find us on IG at The Unapologetic Review. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another great show about to pop off. Black Caesar, are we about to make history again? Like we always do, man. Let's get it. <laughs> you hit me with the Jay-Z vibes early like we do about this time. All the time, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, look, man, we got a crazy show. A lot to talk about today. Listen, first thing we got to talk about, we got to talk about this versus battle, man. T.I. Buster Rhymes, Jeezy the Snowman. There is a lot going on in that picture. Now, let's dive into exactly what happened. We got, on one hand, Buster Rhymes, you know, one of the legends, one of the icons. He jumped out the window, and he basically called out T.I. Now, this is Mr. Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See. Yeah. yeah. This is a guy that made a song with Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let that yeah. marinate, ladies and gentlemen. He made yeah. a song with Janet Jackson. With Janet Jackson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this ain't no slouch. Listen, we're talking about Mr. Remix himself. Like, there's no, no yeah, way yeah, you could. Yeah, I agree, yeah, for a verse, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> Listen, at that. one point when you needed a remix. He was the guy. He was the guy to he, go to. Yeah, true. Before the six, before Drake. Man, you go to Drake for every goddamn thing. <laughs> this nigga like a one-stop shop or something. Listen, man, Jake, you know, Drake is like um. He's like that mechanic that's always waiting on the side of the road. Like, no one has <laughs> broke down yet. But he... <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. Like, he's waiting to change your oil, anything. For no, yeah, for yeah, he's just, just, he's just always prepared. He'll change the light bulb. Shots out to Drake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Let's go ahead and get into what's going on. So, Buster Rhymes calls out, you know, T.I. Mm -hmm. He says he wants to battle him. T.I. comes back expeditiously with a response. He says, you know, listen, that's two different lanes. Now, they went back and forth, but apparently Funk Flex jumped right in. And he had something to say about it. Now, T.I. made a commercial when he was fighting his case back then, about maybe 10, 15 years ago. Now, the audio sounded something a little bit like this. This is about another kind of tip that can help our mothers, our sisters, our brothers, and our fathers help get the perpetrators who commit crimes against them off the streets. All you got to do is call Crime Stoppers Atlanta. Tips can be anonymous, and there's even a reward. The number to Crime Stoppers Atlanta is 404-577-8477. That's 404-577-TIP. Channel 2, community coverage, you can count. Ladies and gentlemen, now, that was a clip from a commercial that T.I. did back when he was fighting the gun charges. The ones from the Hip Hop Awards? And the Absolutely. Right, the one okay. where, you know, tragically, his friend, you know, before that was killed. And 
they were saying then he had weapons in That's the truck. That's right. As his Remember, friend got yeah, killed, he started, was, yeah, he started yeah. stalking up. It was it was a lot of things going on because like he even said, I think on the uh, Paper Trail album, he even said, yo, he was in fear of his life. He was getting death threats. Yeah. Because his friend got killed, I think Cincinnati. He was on the whole VH1, yeah. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Yeah, and yeah. you know, his response was, look, I got to protect my family. I got to protect, I mean, you know, and, and, and he was right. But bruh, I think the things he was stockpiling, he could have been, he could have fought the National Guard <laughs> though. Like so, I mean, but granted, anyways, whatever you you he get what you think you launchers. need. But yeah, he yeah, had rocket, yeah, rocket launchers. Yeah, Let's yeah, just put that in the perspective. But anyway, Funk Flex didn't stop there. Funk Flex is you know famous DJ out of New York, and he wasn't finished talking his shit. Like he literally laid in the Ti very badly and. Basically, he said, T.I. is not qualified. You don't believe me? You be the judge. Because I pay attention to this versus thing. And I notice the people that talk the hardest and the most jumping out the window don't got the right catalog. I was correcting my talk. You got like four joints. I play the clubs worldwide, and I know how many of your joints I throw on in the club. Your joints don't make people buy champagne or get high. You ain't that type of rapper. Let me tell you the type of rapper you are. You get features. Keep it to the Rihanna and all the other stuff. That's a great look for you. Me, personally, I don't take you serious. You testify and you make Crime Stopper videos. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. <laughs> listen, it's, Funk it's Flex. It's the like, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen. First off, man, listen. Funk Flex is a national treasure. I don't know how many times he dropped a bomb in that, you know, but, you know. It sounded like it was a record. It was going on so many times. But, that's why I asked you, was he just yeah, throwing like, bombs the whole record? Listen, yeah. man, I'll tell you this. Funk Flex, you know, this is not the first time that he's jumped out and he's attacked somebody's credibility in hip hop. He did it to Drake a couple years ago. And uh, he's he's definitely not, a, he's not a shy to actually speak his mind and I respect him for it, even if sometimes I don't agree with everything he's saying. Now, Let's be clear. He basically said T.I.'s catalog can't even compare with Busta Rhymes. Then he went further and he even said it couldn't compare with Jeezy. Now. Nah. <laughs> nah, let's just, let's just go with now. Now. I mean, like, nah. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, that's I'm like, nah. wow. Like, T.I., let's get this, let's, let's get this straight for a minute, man. Shouts out to the homie. Like, T.I. has a nice body of work when it comes to music. T.I. is not a slouch. He does not drop uh, one hit wonder songs. Nope. Like this man's longevity is pretty amazing. Let's be honest. Legit, he's, he has 15, at least 15 years. Easy. Mainstream. Mainstream. Like not mixtape, I'm talking about mainstream. He I mean, it, man, it was crazy because he actually said, you know, your music is not the type of music that they play in the clubs. Uh, man, listen, I don't know where Funk Flex came up with this take. I mean, I was, I'm just like you. When I saw it, I was like, okay, he must have been off, you know, one of those blue pills or, you know, one of those Henny Nights because I was lost. Now, let, let, let's break it down. Because, yeah, man, you yeah, talked about yeah, this. Let's and, dig into it. You know, I feel like, First of all, the versus battles, they started out as, it seemed like when they first came out, they started out as something that was about, you know, not really going bar for bar. It really seemed like it was really about, okay, whose catalog sounds better? Sounds better. Agreed. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. And as they started getting, do you know, different acts, it seemed like it changed. Didn't, Be, you know, like, it, it, it seemed different. Didn't Apple get involved with it? Right. Apple got involved. I believe once Apple got involved, it made it kind of muddy. As you know what? what I was. can agree. Because yeah. you gotta, you have to assume Apple's sponsoring it. 
There's yeah. a bag on the table. There's a bag on the table. And yeah. by that time, money talks. <laughs> yeah, and it, it 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 does seem like it's changed from that. Yeah, the dynamic shift. Yeah. So, but keep going. You know what I mean? Like, let let's think about it for a minute. If this is about bars, let's just say this: Ti is definitely a person that has bars. I don't care what you think uh, okay, about. Okay. Well, who who did he name? He named Ti versus Buster. That's debatable. I mean, okay. That's why I said I think we need to yeah. determine how we're judging That's what this. I'm saying. T.I. Like, versus Wayne. I'll give it to Wayne. But then he said T.I. versus Jeezy and Chains. Yeah. That's I, what he kind of lost me because it's like, listen, no offense to 2 Chains. You know, I fought with him, but I don't think anybody would compare 2 Chains catalog. Not to T.I. To T.I. Nah, not, not T.I. I mean, no offense. We just saw 2 Chains versus Ross. And right, and yeah, that 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 went wrong. I mean, this is unapologetic, <laughs> so let's take that back. All offense, dude. Yeah. That wasn't a good matchup. That wasn't a good matchup. So I, I feel like they set him up for yeah, a failure. And no offense one. to 2 Chains, but that's... I got to stop saying no offense. No, All, yeah, I mean, I get what you're you saying. What saying? Like he, listen, 2 Chains is not in that lane. So not that lane, Let's no. remove that. So when he went that far... I think he was going too far to prove his point. But back to like you were saying, what it's about to say T.I. don't have a catalog that is. Man, that's reaching. That, that's, that, reaching. That, that, that's reaching. Because it's like, you got to think, man. Let me, and listen, shoulder lean, you know. Well, shoulder lean. That was Joe I, Yeah, but, but, but what I'm about to say is like, right. shoulder lean wasn't even T.I.'s song. But when you listen to shoulder lean, you can easily believe without young Dro. Oh, yeah. T.I. could have pulled that on, record yeah, off. Yeah, now, yeah, no, yeah. no disrespect to young Dro. Young Dro is one of my favorite animated he, artists of all time. Like, to me, he's in that. Buster Rhymes is going to give you a great show type artist category. Now, I'm not saying flowing wise, right? Flowing yes, wise, agreed, I'm not agreed, saying he's agreed. lyrically. Nah, but Buster Rhymes, he has a unique flow. That Absolutely, you put in his own lane. Right, understood. So it's like I, I look at it and I'm kind of like, you know, Funk Flex. Listen, like I said, man, he's an icon when it comes to music. He's one of the most famous DJs in the world. Yeah, world. You know, his name holds weight in hip hop. People listen to what he says. Agreed. Now, people also listen to what T.I. says because T.I. is, you know, not just a musician. He's an actor. He's also an activist. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, man, like I said, to me, I think this goes back to kind of putting the verses in a category to where people understand what we're watching because listen that wouldn't have been a good battle i mean ti versus buster rhymes ti said this is two different generations he's like your catalog is 20 years ago it's not going to be relatable now he had a point there okay if we're talking about i mean it's like this if we're talking about buster's biggest records then of course because buster as a solo act right was right. much bigger in the 90s, you know, before I mean, T.I.'s time. Now, if we're pulling a Scott Storch and we're talking about collaboration-wise... Right, right, right. Buster had... And that's, and that's the thing with Buster. While Buster wasn't fair... Okay. I think... And I think T.I. got this part right. In right, the sense right, of right. It is two different generations. Even though Buster is known, you know, for a lyric spitter, his music is not going to be well-received amongst the generation... That Ti has audience wise now, right, so it right, wouldn't right. be fair. Listen, even though Two Chains and Rick Ross were different, you know, different, you know, career bases, lengths, whatever, they still around the same time. They got Absolutely. the same audience. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I'm not sure if I saw this correctly because I saw it on an Instagram meme, so maybe it was making fun of something. But I swore I saw, was it not Patti LaBelle, but it was two old school singers. Oh my God, I can't think of their names. But the point I'm saying is so far, they've done a good job of putting Brandy versus Monica, for example. They've done a good job of putting, you know, equal footing, at least generation-wise. Absolutely. In this sense, T.I.'s correct. Right, right, right. They do not match. Resume-wise, Okay. I will admit, Buster might not have the audience T.I. Uh, okay, has now, right, but if right, we're right. talking about this whole resume... 
I might give it to Flex. It's hard to compare. Listen, man, I, I think, you know, you made a great point. I think it comes down to um, basically, like I said, you got to put the verses in a better category. You have to understand when you're choosing these matches, what the audience perception is going to be. Yeah. And you have to think it through. You know, Swiss Beats and Timberland, they started it off and that's how it popped off. It, and it, it was, was listen, it like it's a producer a, thing, wasn't right, it? Right, right. Yeah. It's a great idea. But even in that battle, if you think about it, we're comparing Timberland to Swiss Beats. To Swiss. Listen, some people might say that's not fair because at the end of the day, let's be real. Timberland, his records were trend setting records in a different way. Like Swiss Beats, don't get me wrong, that's the homie. He has bangers he in has his bangers, catalog. Yeah, but, but when you look at the genre and you look at the effect that both of them had, they're two different lanes. Timberland is more universal than Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats has records, listen, he has Missy, he has Buster, he has Wayne. But then let's go jump across the street and let's look at Timberland. Timberland started with Aaliyah and ended up with Still Tell Today. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. Like I mean, he, listen, he, he had, transcended he the had sound. That that group One Direction for I I think I, I will give you this. I think Timberland and Swiss were a good matchup because they are mega producers who kind of came into some type of lane. Absolutely. Right, Evenly, right, right. Even though Timberland definitely went the more pop route. Okay. It makes sense. Right, right, right. Um, this Again, this reminds me of the Manny Fresh Scott Storch in the sense of Manny is a Southern producer. Right, right, right. Listen, I understand Manny is, is an icon, but his style, his music is very Southern. You throw him against Scott Storch, okay. who, let's be honest, doesn't really have a certain sound. Right, he's a keyboardist, right. you know what I'm saying? He, right, that battle was very, you know very unfair because, like I said, think about it. If you categorize the battle better, Scott Storch played a lot of records that he didn't really produce outside the music. So at the end of the day, you're saying to yourself, and this is what I think when I'm consuming music, like I'm thinking to myself, if I remove this person away from the record, Agreed. No matter how they were involved, yeah, does the record still have the same impact? And see, a lot of those records that Scott Storch had, it was Beyonce, it was Neo. Who's to say if someone else didn't produce those records record. that it wouldn't have been impactful the same exact way? So when Funk Flex says that Ki, but he says Ti's catalog doesn't have the impact in the clubs. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this clear. That's, that's a lie. That, that, that's a flat out you lie. You mentioned Shoulder Lean. I remember Shoulder Lean when I was in college, ate Man, up a whole year. Listen. I don't even dance, and I was in the club <laughs> doing Shoulder Lean, so I know that's a lie. Listen, man, when Shoulder Lean came out, man, Leprechaun Chain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I ain't flip. I ain't flip, man. With the, everything with neon, neon. Listen, man. That it record. Was, let, me, let me just say this, Grand Hustle, period. When T.I. introduced Grand Hustle, that was a movement. The when he introduced Drew, the PSC, yeah, 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 that was yeah. a movement. That was a movement. Because it was nice. a, lot, a lot of people don't realize T.I. was was cranking out mixtapes that were almost being able to be considered as albums and, and that's, before he was mainstream. That's why I don't get he says T.I. don't have a resume. Listen, he threw out nah. Wayne. I would give you Wayne as a tough sell because yeah, Wayne no, I wouldn't put them together, has been on the level no. for so long. Listen, man, Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, Wayne, Wayne, you would have to put Wayne against Michael Jackson. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's not call this man the king of yeah, pop. Yeah, but, no, we're not going to call him the king of pop, yeah, but I'm I mean, saying. You got to put Wayne against a heavy hitter. Like, I mean, I don't even, listen, I don't even think. Well, I'll be real with you. Is there anybody in the South that you could put Wayne against? Because Wayne was here. Pre Ti, pre Luda, yeah, pre Jeezy, yeah, but it, it, it like listen, I'm gonna tell you this. Wayne is so special when it comes to his impact on hip hop. I agree. That I will say this: he has someone for each generation. No, I, and what I I'm agree. saying is, I don't think I think he would have to have multiple versus battles because think about it. Wayne has, you know, the young Wayne. The young Wayne. He has the coming into himself, Wayne, 
and then he has the older Wayne. That's three different generations. That means he could probably battle the Ludacris in one battle. He can even okay, battle Jay-Z in one battle. Nah. And, oh. and listen, I, I'm not saying that he would win, but he would damn near give Jay-Z a no, good run. I because was, at the end of the day, yeah. I'll be honest with you, outside of Jay, I don't see anybody that would be able to battle And that's Wayne. what I was thinking about when I asked the question. That's why I'm like, who would Wayne battle? It would have to be Jay. It would have to be Jay, maybe M. Listen, Wayne is No, it wouldn't level. be M. That would be awkward. M? Yeah, that'd be awkward. I would say it'd be awkward because it'd be a lot of landish shit being said. Oh, oh like, I mean, listen, if, we, like, if, if, if we're talking about style, yeah, no, I'm, that, yeah that's not that what I'm would, saying. But I'm talking about in the sense of Wayne is legit on that level with M, J. He's a hip hop guy. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, I agree with you. So, I mean, saying yeah. T.I. wouldn't compare against Lil Wayne, that's I mean, like listen, that's what Buster told T.I. He told him, he said, basically, he said, Duke, you're, uh, you're a king. I'm a god. And, uh... <laughs> I don't think there's anything else to say after that. I mean, listen, all I would say is for these verses on which I think if they would start having some type of critique or category or right, even, right, right. listen, you could do bars, you could do legacy, you could do impact, you can do, um, hell, clubs, you can do all these categories, but just to throw it out there blatantly, yeah. again, you wind up with a Rick Ross and 2 Chains. 2 Chains yeah. is a really good rapper. I mean, he's dope, man. He, his, his, his resume I, I think it's unfair because it's listen, not really been solid like it's that. It's not even about it not being no. I I think it's been solid. I think the problem is Ross had a head start. You gotta you gotta okay, okay, you gotta, you gotta you understand know, enough, like Ross has a Ross has a much longer catalog, and with that catalog he has he has like I mean evolution in there. We were introduced oh, you know to what? two chains. That's a good one. We you know That's we were we were introduced yeah, yeah. to two chains when two chains was really two chains. Like Ross, we've get we you know we've gotten a chance to see him go from poor to Miami, to to like right now the lavish uh, lifestyles and that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Maybach music, bro. That's yeah, I, I so, give it that. I so, give it that. You know, like I said, man, we and I'm not co-signing with Funk Flex. Said I'm really not. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna really just not. say that. Yeah. Like yeah. at the end of the day, he's just being flex. And if he wasn't, then it would seem you know abnormal. Yeah, it really would. You but. know, but ladies and gentlemen, listen, we also gonna talk about this, man. We just got word that the Dave Chappelle show oh, yeah. is coming back, but it's coming to Netflix, man. Let's give a round of applause for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Dave yeah. Chappelle show, man. I can't think about how many times I was leaving the weight room in high school and actually running home just to get on Comedy Central and see the Chappelle show, man. Dave Chappelle, the Chappelle show is you can argue one of those shows that it's hard to find a match for it. I can remember. Absolutely, man. I um, agree. Yeah. Growing up, you know, you talk about, you, you hear a lot of people talk about Richard Pryor, uh, um, the Eddie Griffin, not Eddie Griffin, Eddie Murphy specials. Those, you know, those shows you're not really supposed to watch and Absolutely. see. Chappelle show was like that. Cause I, I might've been in, I think middle school or something when that first was really popping absolutely, off. Absolutely. But it was must see. No, man. It, it was, was must see. He was funny. He was clever. It was, I don't know if it was groundbreaking in what he was doing, but the way he did it. Man, it was, listen, <sighs> Dave Chappelle, listen, let's get this right. Dave Chappelle changed the way sitcoms, comedy sitcoms are on TV. I got to give him that credit because you think about it. His whole rollout from the way the show started to the way it ended now, you can look at some of your most favorite shows. And you can see blueprints of Dave Chappelle in yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Dave Chappelle yeah, yeah. used to have, like, listen, he was the one that incorporated having the hip hop artist. Agreed. He was the Agreed. first one to really reach out to the hip hop community and actually say, look, you're already popping, but we're going to make this show different. We're going to make it for the culture. Mm -hmm. We're going to give it yeah. to people that yeah. Yeah. actually would appreciate this type of show. Now, him coming to Netflix, man, let's be honest. Let's just say this now. Dave Chappelle has been getting a bag with Netflix for a couple <laughs> years now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like, man, like, he's he's dropping no lie. I, I, every time I turn around, he's dropping something new. Yeah. Man, listen, um, 
it's safe to say he almost did what Jordan did for Nike <laughs> for Comedy Central. L- listen, yes, because yes, absolutely. You, I don't remember Comedy Central, Central like that, like being like one of those big dogs. One of those like big that. dogs. Yeah, it, it, it was absolutely. there, but when he came out on Comedy Central. Mind you, after him, you had Carlos Mencia. Okay. He really took that sketch comedy that, you know, SNL does, but he really transferred that to Comedy Central. And since then, they've been running with it. Okay, that being said, <laughs> Chappelle, he is my favorite comedian. Absolutely. And hands it's down. because the way he tells the joke. He started off one special with the whole kick him in the vagina. I don't know if anybody <laughs> remembers that, but he he came out and said, man, listen, I'm so good. I make up jokes. I make up jokes about punchlines. The punchline <laughs> I picked for this special was, I'm going to kick him in the vagina. All right, boom. <laughs> he rolls through the whole thing, says the punchline, and bro, when I say it was sharp, it was even, I was like, oh, shit. Like, and then he said, I told you it was coming, and you didn't yeah, even yeah. see it coming. He's he's, uh, he's definitely he's magical with his wits. Yes, and um, some people you know you know you hear the old saying some people just are born with it. Like I think over the years you can even see the evolution of him. Like he mastered the mm. way of being able to draw you in without even trying. Without trying. Like I mean, listen, Dave Chappelle is an icon. I'm telling you right now, I'm setting my DVR. For Netflix, like I'm actually you send your DV, you gonna record listen, listen, and record listen, it. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Let me say this, Netflix. If you can hear what I just said, I said that wrong. We don't want any lawsuits. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's just a joke, man. Yeah. But uh, listen, shouts out to Dave Chappelle, definitely an man. icon, and I can even say he's an icon in comedy. He's an icon in music. And he's never dropped an album. Never How about album. that? Yeah, one? that's right. That's right. That's right. Never said a song. Never said a verse. Never said a lyric. But listen, man. But but would I be willing to get some bars from him? Absolutely. Because you got to think, whatever the hell he's going to say, it's going to. It's it's. Listen, he's probably one of the best people you would probably call to do a skit. Oh, a skit. Because oh, like, a skit. Oh, listen. Oh, yeah, the skit, skit. The skit itself would probably go platinum. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 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 You can make a video for the goddamn skit. He gonna give you. Oh yeah. That go without saying. Listen, man. Dave Chappelle, man. If you can hear the unapologetic review, keep doing what you're doing, big homie. Yeah, man. Like you, you changing the culture. You're doing a lot of great things. Listen, we got to talk about this, man. This is very important. Right now in America. We are headed towards one of the most important times in history. We are headed towards an election. An election that is not like any other election that I've seen since I've been on this planet. Let me say this. I don't even think this is an election. This is a battle between good and evil. Let's call it exactly what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, We're not going to dive into that topic yet. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to dive into that. Because listen, that needs some special attention. We need to be clear on why you need to get up and make your voice heard. Ladies and gentlemen, just like that, you already know this is the Unapologetic Review. And we'll be right back.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the building. The one and only unapologetic review. Well, let's get back where we, you know, left off at. Ladies and gentlemen, right now is the time to vote. There's a lot of reasons that you should vote. But before we get into why you should vote, I want you to take a listen to what your president recently had to say about the coronavirus. Take a listen. On November 4th, you'll hear we're doing extremely well. And you'll see, you'll see, you know, they used to always say that Europe, look at Europe, look at Europe. Well, first of all, they count their cases totally differently. But look at Europe. Well, they have a big spike. And you know what? It's going to go down. And we had a spike in Miami. We had a spike in Texas, Arizona. It's all way down to very low numbers. But I'll tell you, all they want to talk about is COVID. These people don't believe in science. They believe in whatever gives them power and whatever gives them control. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. Let, let's, let's be clear. Jackass of the day. Whatever you want to call it. Don't give the day. Shots out to Charlemagne. Whatever you want to give this man. He's all of the above. Now, I said I wasn't going to give you any reasons why you should vote. But if you ever needed a reason, I just gave you one. This man, currently right now, let's be clear. The cases of COVID in the United States is the highest it's been since COVID started. Also in the country, there is a race war taking place right in front of our eyes. Now, whether you're Democratic or Republican, or just unapologetic about how you feel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a laughing matter. This is not a game. This is something that could possibly shape the futures of your lives and your relatives' lives for years to come. Now, voting is going to take place for the last time on November 3rd. That means if you haven't gotten your early ballot in, don't try to get it in now because they're already blocking the courts and trying to come up with every reason not to count those mail-in ballots. Don't expect the official results on election night. These votes are going to probably be counted for another month or two. You know what I mean? Like, this is not going to be solved in one night. We might have a clear picture of what it looks like. I get it. They say that Biden is ahead. But they also said Hillary Clinton was ahead uh, four years ago. Well, to be fair, she did win the majority of votes. So they wasn't lying, but you know, you know the whole system went. I mean, listen, there was a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes action that took place in that election. We don't have to go over the details. We know what happened. We watched it. We watched them make it exactly the way they wanted it to be. Now, let me talk to the people at home that are still undecided if they should not vote or not right now. Think about your ancestors. Think about the police oppression that they went through. Think about all those marches that they went through where they were beat over the side of their heads. Think about how many times they were arrested. Think about how many times they didn't even make it back home. I want you to picture that for a moment when you say, well, you know what? That line's going to be kind of long. Uh, I got better things to do today. Last time I checked, every time Michael Jordan drops a shoe, there are lines all around the corner at 12 a.m. Yeah. Hell, even when Madden comes out. I was going to say when Madden get dropped. Yeah. There are people waiting for the release so bad that the servers sometimes crash. crash if people can have that sense of urgency for things that are not going to change your life, it is my hope and it is my prayer that you have the same urgency on November 3rd. If you got to call out sick at work and say that you got the bubble guts and you don't feel good, I don't care what you got to do. Get to the damn polls. Because here's the thing. 
we can keep talking about what we want to happen. We can keep complaining about what's currently happening. But guess what? If we do nothing about it, we're going to be in the same shape four years from now, eight years from now. So this is from the Unapologetic Review. Please get up and vote. Please let your voice be heard and do us a favor. If you do not get up and vote, don't be the one, you know, don't be the one after the election mm-hmm. that we hear say, I told you my vote wasn't going to count. count. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, told you it yeah. didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't go around saying that shit. I mean, listen, we've heard it before because let me be clear and let me call it for what it is in our community, especially. See, you, you, you can't be unapologetic, but can't be afraid to say exactly what it is. In the black community, I am a African-American, so I am able to say this. Mm-hmm. In our community, especially, we got everything else to do because we feel like it's just more important. But guess what? It's always more important before the shit hits the fan. Agreed. Then after the <laughs> shit hit the fan, ain't nothing important no more. You know, so I listen, I told you we were going to address this issue. Hopefully what we just spoke about made a difference. And you understand now this man just said that the coronavirus is basically over. He basically just said that the people dying right now in the emergency room, your family members, possibly anybody else's family members, it could be any one of us. He just said that it's over. As people still dying. People still dying. People right now, still, while we're yeah, doing this broadcast, it, somebody's dying. Yeah. Let's be clear. That's not a laughing matter. That's not something that you just wake up and say, hey, you know what? We got it figured out. We got it, yeah. <laughs> I think you were just reading an article <sighs> where he was even, you know, bashing his former, I call it former White House doctor because- at the end of the day, he's disrespected everybody that's ever worked for him. Agreed. And it, it's disgusting. Like, what, what what do you think about it, man? Um, Trump is a head scratcher. And because as many times as we as we talk about this guy, it comes down to one thing. He is a con man. And a con man goes on TV and sells you a bill of goods that are no good. For him to come out and say that we are at the lowest point, <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Man, like, man, I, I, yeah. I, I get it. I understand. I believe Trump is that kind of person who will tell you, I'm doing this for us. I'm doing this for America. <laughs> I'm doing this to make us look right, great, right, make right, us right. look good. But at the end of the day, he lacks a lot of validity, of, of, uh, validity in his statements, not because I believe he's dumb. I don't think nah, Donald very Trump is smart dumb. in an evil way, though. Yeah, I believe he's ignorant. Yeah, and he's ignorant to a fault because he doesn't care. No, nah, he does give. You, you no, get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like all. he his, his statements. He thinks he's making these statements to make things better or, or or make us look good, and you don't understand that, bro. You have the attention of the world, man. You are the president. <laughs> like, man, you have your hand on the button. That affects everybody. Everybody. Um, I I saw this uh the other day. I was watching um Stephen Colbert show on, on a show on YouTube, and he was um I believe not sure if it was this year, last year, a couple of years ago, whatever. Trump was giving a speech about the economy, and as he's talking, as he's bigging up, you know, the stock market, yada yada, it was plunging. As he's talking, <laughs> as he's speaking, they had like a clock showing. I think the Dow dropped like 1,600 points in a day, like the biggest. This is Trump in a nutshell. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like whatever he says, don't take it to the bank. No, not at all. Don't try to cash it. Just rip it up. Throw it in the trash can. It's no yeah. good. And the worst part about it of it is, is, yeah, you're right. They might say Joe is leading. Man, listen, if he won... I would not be surprised. But when if he loses, the statement that I'm noticing a lot from his supporters is because he's acknowledged, well, I might not step down. I might not accept it. Yeah, he might be a little controversial on his exit. Yeah, I've seen yeah. a video of some people, I can't think of the state, 
but apparently, you know, these are white folks, Caucasians, and they are saying they're preparing themselves for in case he loses. Now, yeah. one would ask yourself, well, how do you prepare yourself for when somebody loses? Right, right, right. Their response would be, we're strapping up. Now, the last time I checked, I've lost a couple games. I've lost some things. <laughs> I've never once in defeat thought, let me go grab my pistol. <laughs> and this is definitely not above the rim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, listen, man. I, 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 only because I got the image of the Tupac handed nigga, like, they got all kind of memes and nigga handed, handed him the bag, but. Uh, essentially, yeah, man. Like this is, this is unprecedented in a sense of this election, man. Is listen, I know when Obama won, yeah, yeah. Jeezy had the anthem. My president, president is my black, president is black. And, my I, and I know blue. the energy that felt because it was like, oh, it was overcoming great. something, but man. legit, I've not felt in my lifetime a election this tense with nah. uncertainty like yeah it, it's listen it it's some it's one of those things where you kind of like you feel overwhelmed with every update that you get about this election because you're like you're saying to yourself one day you go to sleep and you're like we got this we got this yeah and then you hear something else because they're trying to block maybe the, the united states postal service mm-hmm. or they're trying to do something else and you're like this kind of sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. Uh, they dropped, I think, the information on Joe Biden's son, and it kind of has that Hillary Clinton email vibe to it. Like, yeah, they, man, like they're pulling out all the stops for this. Listen, somehow. one thing about uh, politics, it's never clean. Never. This is probably like the filthiest bowl that you could ever try to eat out of if it was in a cupboard in the house. I will say this: that's the <laughs> one thing I think Trump. As much as I don't like this guy, I will give him some type of. I can't even say respect, bro. Um, yeah, we, we we listen. Okay, let me just say unapologetic review. We're yeah, not, we can't. Yeah, not, I, re, I refuse. Not at all. Okay, let's just say Trump. I think showed a mirror to America on the sense of politics is not clean. No, and and the way he got in it, the way he won, at least he unintentionally shine light on that in the sense of there's no one who can look at this guy and think politics is a clean business because yeah man like, he became the president bro yeah listen i at the end of the day folks we making it clear to you we don't want to waste too much time on you know donald the clown and uh we're going to basically say this once again get up Get out, make yeah. a plan, Go and vote. vote. Yeah, that's it. Simple. It's not that hard. You, you listen. A pair of Jordans cost two hundred dollars. Guess what? To vote cost you nothing. True. But in hindsight, it cost our ancestors everything. Cost a lot, yeah, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen, man. We got another topic to talk about. Let's talk about Dr. Dre, man. We've talked about oh. this divorce. For a couple weeks now. You know, on the show before. But it yeah. seems like every week, there's something else going on in this divorce. And right now, as always, it sounds like it's about the money. <laughs> 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 Listen, yeah. apparently, Nicole Young is now trying to get some mistresses, three to be exact, mm-hmm. and saying that she's trying to subpoena them to be a part of, you know, being able to get the prenup thrown out. It's grounds to get it thrown out so she can go ahead and say, hey, look, he was unfaithful. This is why she get the divorce. Mind you, this is a $1 billion divorce that she's trying to settle for. <laughs> Listen, man, Paul McCartley, uh, Michael Jordan. I've seen some pretty big numbers when it's come to a divorce. Mm-hmm. She's going for the one big double capital letter yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, billionaires boys club. She's trying to join. <laughs> um, um, 
there was a story a couple years ago, not to get sidetracked. Yeah. Um, maybe last year, this year, I'm not sure. Stephen Jackson was telling um on all the smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, he was about to get married. Mm-hmm. I, I believe you've seen it. Right, and, right. And you know the whole prenup for the marriage situation. Yeah. And I think at the very end, his fiance said she agreed to sign, and he was like, "No, if you sign it under distress, the nigga get thrown out." Absolutely. This is exactly why. Yeah. No, it's become a business. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. why, this situation. Unfortunately, I don't know their relationship. Yeah. But I mean, this is why. Even though these prenups are signed, you know, this is why they try to make them as concrete as possible because I don't understand what yeah. the mistresses un- unless there was a no cheat clause or something. I mean, what it does I, I, is one of the things they say in uh prenups, if you can prove infidelity. Then, then they can kind of try to use that to be like to throw it out to basically say, "Hey, look, he was unfaithful. I was under distress." So at the end of the day, they kind of legal. Listen, you gotta understand these lawyers get paid a lot of money, so they're going to to read a lot base, of small print. Yeah, yeah. they're going to they're going to paint a picture that she was like emotionally, you know, in a bad space, and as a result, it, it, exactly. she yep, was yep, a victim yep, yep, yep. because he did this. He did. Now. It becomes like, hey, look, we need to get this settlement because this is the only thing that's going to make me feel better. And in this case, it's a billion dollars. <laughs> hey, didn't Dre just become a billionaire? Listen, am I tripping? Listen, no, 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 no. You're not tripping because remember, he sold uh, his stock in Beats, and it immediately pushed him over. Yeah, the plateau. That's it. Would be more than half. Listen, man. At the end of the day, she wants the coins. Now she want to bankrupt this nigga. Sound like <laughs> listen, man. I don't think that you know she's going to get it, but oh. but I will say this: this is the one thing that you know is kind of scary. We're talking about California. The laws in California are very different than any other state in the world because that is Hollywood central. A lot of crazy things. Oh have yeah. Happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like at the end of the day, she's reaching for the stars, and I can't even tell you that it, it could be a fifty-fifty chance that yeah, she's reaching the Mars. You ever seen Men in Black where they got the little marbles <laughs> and they got the galaxies? Yeah, she's reaching for one of those, bro. Listen, Damn. man. Hope that they figure this out. Hopefully, it doesn't cost Dr. Dre a billy. Nah. You know, but hey, I, listen, she still got that ninety grand entertainment. Listen, man. Oh uh, yeah, I remember her list was. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Uh, Listen, man. Uh, let's talk about this, man. We got to talk about. You know what? Not yet. We're not going to jump into that yet because this is a this this is another good topic. We're going to take another commercial break, and after that, we're going to jump into Boosie on the Mike Tyson hot boxing. This was very interesting. Yeah, I mean, just the whole subject of saying Boosie interviewing with Mike Tyson. Yeah, very interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a commercial break and you already know we'll be right back. <laughs> Wave. My inner soul make a village glow. You can see the rail through my inner scope. Real grows with a field coat. Get my spirit to the pin stroke. Young Westbrook and the rim is low. Sweet tang when I fall through. When I hit the queen with the give and go. I've been getting close. I've been feeling go. I've been in a mode. When my pupils dilated, take the beat and then annihilate it to the siren fading. Violation, I've been going places, it's no escaping high. Ride my wave and chasing Percy Mills with no limitation. Carve a smile with a straight faces. Therapeutic, self-medicated. I've been doing fine for a low life. Seeing clear through the low lights. Straight gas for the stove light. Chasing green, all I know is to go. And it's in my pro with a Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only unapologetic review. We are back. Now, we're gonna dive into the Mike Tyson little boosie interview. Now, while we were gone. There was a interview with Mike Tyson and Boosie. Side story. Boosie, uh, earlier in the year, had a lot of comments for Dwayne Wade. You know, his son came out identifying as a female. Now, a lot of people gave the NBA Hall of Famer to be a lot of flack about it. Now, we're not here on an unapologetic review to judge anybody or to say what you can't do. 
at the end of the day, you do what makes you feel free and what makes you feel happy. That is, you know, everybody's right in life. Now, Boosie jumped out the window and really kind of went hard on Dwayne Wade, and he explained it to Mike Tyson. He said, look, you know, you know, before we say what he said, there was a backstory, actually. Mike Tyson's daughter, before Boosie actually started the show, spoke with Boosie because she felt that, you know, the words that he said were very harmful. They were very hurtful. And she wanted him to understand the impact of somebody with his voice making those type of comments. And, you know, Mike Tyson said he was nervous about it because he didn't know how the conversation was going to go. You know, this was his first time meeting Boosie. He said he was surprised. It went well. He said, you know, they made an understanding and Boosie actually apologized for, you know, sounding like it was kind of like a hate speech instead of actually voicing his opinion in a different way. Now, we jump to the interview. Mike Tyson actually spoke to Boosie and he, um, you know, Mike Tyson is Mike Tyson. You know his personality. You know his, you know, his whole moniker is very aggressive. And he didn't pull any punches. What did you think about that interview, Black Caesar? Mike, like he wanted to hit him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the best way I can put it. Like, I was kind of nervous for Bootsy. Um, to be fair, but like yeah. Bootsy wanted to hit Mike Tyson. He looked back. very confused, like as if he didn't know to get hood. Or, or to keep still. To keep still, exactly. Like he, <laughs> he, he was in a daring headlight. He was in a daring headlights with those angry eyebrows. Like Absolutely. he didn't, he didn't know whether to be upset or be nervous. Right, right, right. But I mean, it was a good interview. I think Mike Tyson said a lot of good things, which is mind blowing. Mind boggling to hear him sound like a philanthropist. Yes, that was <laughs> the biggest thing. But I mean, right, it was right. a good interview. Was yeah, good interview. man, it was a good interview. You know. They tackled a lot of tough subjects, and they also smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> Another thing that kind of blew me about Mike, but okay. Loved it, man. Loved the show. Definitely we're fans of the Hot Boxing Network. Yeah. Um, listen, man, we also got to give a shout out to French Montana, man. French Montana dropped a new record, man. He's been going for a while. He lost uh, a couple friends, man, recently to, to gun violence. He was in a very dark space, he said. And... um. He dropped a record with Pop Smoke, man. Let's give a shout out to that, man. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Pop Smoke, man. Yeah, man, listen. It's a nice record, man. It's called Double G, and it is featuring the late, great Pop Smoke. And it was, you know, it was something that French said that he wanted to do. Actually, in the video, they have, like, behind the scenes of him and Pop Smoke in the studio. And it's really dope because it's like people get to see yeah, the yeah, creative yeah. process yeah, and how exactly. he kind of, you know, yeah. how he kind of uh, goes through it. So definitely, man, shots out to Pop Smoke, man. What did you think about the record, man? Um, Believe it or not, I've not heard the record. You yet. haven't heard the record yet? I've okay. not heard the record. Every time I hear Pop Smoke, I just hear <laughs> D.O.D. About, man, hey, man listen. It, is, it is such a, such. listen, that record will stick with me. For forever, I think. Yeah, man. And it's such a when he's growling. So you know, again, I'm I haven't heard much about Pop Smoke yeah. before, or after, but you know that record stuck in. It seemed like he had an um, impact. No, he had like on a, a lot a major. of people. Yeah, so he I was mean, he was the one that kind of brought like uh, drill music to New York because you remember drill music was, was is Chicago. Chicago. That's right. That's and right. like Word? you know, yeah, like he oh, brought okay. it. I don't know. He really brought it to them. Like he's like the one of the biggest mainstream drill music type rappers in New York. Oh, okay. All right. And like, it's sad that, you know, yeah, tragically that he, you know, he's not with us. I mean, listen. but man, listen, 50 got involved with that last project and, and he yeah. promised them that it was going to go number one and he delivered he on his word. Okay, yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm glad to see, you know, it's sad to see, you know, somebody not get a chance to, how they say, smell the roses. Or Enjoy the fruits it, of their labor, Yeah, man. but you Absolutely. know, to his family, to all the ones who, you know, knew him, loved him, respected him, worked with him, you know, especially on that project. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? It's glad to see the gratification that he was able to get yeah, man, amidst listen, death, so. Listen, man, he's probably definitely smiling down yeah, man, so. and happy that, you know, people continued 
to keep his legacy alive mm-hmm. because he was headed towards a I'm, very oh, yeah, high, yeah, yeah, yeah. a very high status. And yeah. right now, is is still number one. His album is still number one Word. on Billboard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, shots out. Definitely our condolences to his family and everybody that was, you know, hurt and affected by that situation. Yeah. And then good for French to come out of his to yeah, man. make this record. So. Listen, man, I listen, I can't lie. I still love that unforgettable record, man. Man, listen, French is a <laughs> listen, French is a single maker, bro. He, man, listen. He he, he can you bring out two lie. or three <laughs> platinum hits in a year. So again, shout yeah. out to him, man. Easy, man. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Listen, man. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get to that, you know, that part that you all been waiting for, once again, we're gonna say it again. If you're not doing too much, which I don't think you are right now, ladies and gentlemen, get out and vote. This episode is definitely dedicated yeah. to that. Getting your vote, getting we your are, vote heard, man. Yeah, man. We are 48 hours at least away from November 3rd. We are recording this two days away from an election. Mm-hmm. We want you to know once again, make your voice heard. Don't just be one of the people sitting on the sidelines and saying, you're going to complain about everything yeah. that goes wrong, but you didn't put you you didn't put your your little two cents in with your yeah. vote. Yeah. yeah, man, listen, don't don't do that. You got to put some elbow grease in to get those white walls clean. Yeah, <laughs> well, at least with Trump, get them as clean as you can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. listen, man, we appreciate you guys, but you know we can never leave without giving you that infamous segment of the day. That has become the go-to for the unapologetic review. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, ducks and chickens, bears, oh my, oh my. It is that time again. The man with the plan, the one and only Mr. 2024, don't vote Republican or Democratic on his ballot, he wants you to vote unapologetic. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know who it is. The one and only Black Caesar presents the Why Not Campaign. Ladies and gentlemen, your future president for 2024. Let's all take a moment. Black Caesar, the mic is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, we are reminding you to vote 2020 get your voices out there but 2024 yeah i will be on the ballot Uh oh anybody who doesn't want to vote democratic okay republican okay but you want to vote unapologetic unapologetic this is what we have for you Uh oh stimulus checks (laughs) 24 inch rim dates oh man wait a minute are we talking about the ones with the gold plated Yes, we are. Oh, man, it's going down. Not to mention a Blu-ray copy. A Blu-ray copy. Of Return of the Mac. Oh, damn. I still think I have a DVD player. Don't ask us how we got it. (laughs) (laughs) But as we said, it's Mr. 2024 telling you don't forget to vote in 2020. Okay. And like always, why not? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, listen. You already know the vibes. You know this is the unapologetic review, and you know how we do it. Just like the presidential nominee of the moment for 2024 said, please get up and vote. Please go out there and use your voice. I know you're probably saying we said it multiple times. We're saying it for a reason. We're not saying it for our health or because we're getting paid to say it. We're saying it because if you don't do it, Somebody else probably won't do it either. And guess what zero plus zero adds up to? (laughs) It adds up to the same that we've been through. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been another great show. Black Caesar, how you feel about it, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. Excited, man. Man, listen, I'm excited. I'm going to tell you right now. If we win the election on Tuesday... Mm-hmm. And it goes the way that it's supposed to go. Supposed to. I'll just say this right now. You can guarantee that we're going to be live and ready to go and have another great episode of the Unapologetic Review. But as always, I always let you guys know, 
some good things have to come to an end. And just like that, we're out. from average real talk all this shit is right outside what i imagine young black and raspy catch me with a lab young nigga make the slap that make her body do magic won't stop till my bank account magnets looking like i'm still running paper routes backwards money bags no advance snap back like a rubber band pretty thing with a suntan make it bounce back when you do the dance caught my song we supposed to pick see your things through a different lens living fast only one chance never pants how we do the plans right i practice what i preach they lie up put around my way then get lost to see not sure what you wanted, but I'm what you need. I know my heart just started, but I hit a peak. Yeah. Wave, used to just wanna blend in. Big flex, how I do the syntax.